Welcome to the Lovish Podcast, a practical weekly podcast centered on mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Now, sis, I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Hey girl, hey, welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. I am so excited that you guys are with me on today. Can you believe it is February 1st? OMG. <laughs> I know I'll be saying that like every month, but it just seems like time is flying by. Holla if you hear me, girl. Oh, cool. All right, girl. So this episode, we are kicking off a new series on the podcast. It is a relationship series. This is going to be kind of like also a teaching episode. I want to teach you a skill here because we're talking about relationship expectations. So what do you expect? What do I expect, etc.? This is going to be a video podcast as well as an episode that is released for you to just listen to. So if you're driving, don't even worry about it, sis. I got you. When you get home, you can head on over to my YouTube channel and you will find everything laid out for you really nicely in a visible presentation. So you can work through all the questions and things that I'm going to um, talk about in today's episode. Or if you are already at home, sis, head on over there and go ahead and check out this episode. All right, let's just jump right in. When people think about February, a lot of people get anxious because they dread like not being in a relationship. Or if you are in a relationship, maybe how you'll manage that or if you have suffered a loss of your loved one, maybe February is a painful reminder for you that that person is not present to celebrate with you. Um, one, if that is you, know that our hearts go out to you. We are thinking of you. We are loving on you. If you are a part of our circle, it's all good. You are going to be okay. And I know that sounds so cliche, but it really is true. If you are struggling with a breakup, you know, because a loss of a relationship does not even have to necessarily mean death. It could mean mourning a relationship that you thought may have lasted beyond this. So if that is you today, know that there is space for you in this month. So I know in the month of February, we like to just focus on romantic relationships, but the reality is all relationships matter since they contribute to our mental well-being. A lot of times you may end up frustrated in your relationships because you don't think that you should be examining your relationships as deeply as you do your romantic relationships. So let's go ahead and hop up in this tea, shall we, sis? Let's hop in, okay? At the core, relationships are simply about expectations. What do I expect from this person? What does this person expect from me? 
Now, for somebody that's not really used to thinking about their relationships in terms of expectations, this might sound really mean. I am well aware of that. But I want you to just for a second, take the emotion out of the relationship. Because sometimes, a lot of times, actually, our emotions blind us from seeing what we need to correct or address within our relationships. So let's dive in, sis. Expectations matter for the relationship for three reasons. Our feelings, cutoff culture, and personality shifts, child. All right. So a deep dive. Let's just give an example here. Think about the last time that you found yourself feeling like that strong friend that goes out of their way to do something for somebody and doesn't really feel like it's reciprocated in the relationship. You do the thing and then the person acts what feels to you in an ungrateful way. And that frustrates you. You say nothing to the friend or maybe you go off on the friend, right? And you're wondering why they can't see things from your point of view. And now the tables flip around and you need something and that person is not able to provide it for you in that capacity. You find yourself getting frustrated at the very thing that you were frustrated about a couple of weeks ago when you did this for them. It's happening because the expectations for the relationship are not clear. You feel like you got played, you know, you just have all these negative feelings floating around in your head. And in reality, you didn't get played. This person maybe doesn't see you in the same way that you see them. So perhaps you miscategorized this relationship. You thought it was more than what it was or less than what it was. And the other person had you in a totally different position as well. Because we could flip that around and say, you're not the person that goes out of their way to do something. Maybe you're the person that the other friend is mad at. (laughs) So they're like, you didn't call me and say this. You didn't do this. You didn't do all of these things. And you're like, I didn't know there was an expectation in this relationship to do that. So that's why. And usually when relationships hit these points, whether romantic or platonic, you're ready to cut that person off. What, what's been going on in 2020, 2021, and followed us on into 2022? Cut off culture, sis. Uh, let's be real, you know. Cut off culture to say, I want to protect my energy. I want to protect my space. I want my peace. I want this. I want that. And I hear you. I hear you. I do. I do. I do. But y'all already know I don't subscribe to cutoff culture and I do not encourage necessarily jumping to cutoff culture because here's the question. (laughs) Does God want you to cut that person off? Does, is God saying this relationship is over or should there simply be a shift in the relationship? Should you put it in its proper category or its proper context, right? We got to consider things like that. And another thing is the personality shifts. Does God actually want me in close communication with this person? Who am I when I am with them? Do I act most like myself 
Or do I have to force certain parts of me to the surface to accommodate them? What does my character look like? Two or three episodes ago, we talked about shape-shifting based on our environment. So we have to consider our relationships and our expectations for relationships because all of this is woven together to create these experiences that we have every single day that control how we treat the ones we love. And we're talking about expectations for everybody, the ones we love, but also our boss, also our work friends, also our church friends, like all of these things contribute. If my expectations are misaligned in my household in terms of who takes care of what, how we navigate this, that's going to frustrate me when we get into some conflict and that frustration is going to spill over into how I do my work. If my expectations are not right with my work colleagues and I don't get invited to go out for a bite to eat after work, that may potentially spill over into my interactions with my kid when I pick them up. So that is why our expectations are so important in our relationships. Setting your expectations. This is the part where I want you to really be an active participant. Of course, if you are driving or you are currently doing dishes or something like that, you know, come back to this episode later or watch the video episode on YouTube. But I want you to get out a pen and a piece of paper, or you can type this up on your phone, tablet, however you need to do this. But we're going to set your expectations right now. The first step to setting your expectations is to determine your levels. So some people have determine your levels. Some people have five levels. Some people have two levels. Some people have three. I personally have three levels. And I think that things can get a little complicated depending on how you define it. If you have too many levels, then you might end up confused. If you have too few levels, then I'd argue that you're probably still miscategorizing somebody. So I'll just give you an example of what my levels look like. My levels are the heart and soul level, which is the tip, tip, top, the people that are closest to me. And then I have a ombre scale of friends. And then I have associates underneath that. So Associates could look like people that I know or went to school with, work with, etc. Friends, you could be closer to people that I know, or you could be closer to the heart and soul level, depending on our experiences, or you could be smack dab in the middle. It really depends. Heart and soul level, again, this is my squad. These are the people that I can pretty much talk to about anything. That's how you determine your levels. Yours could look very similar or they could look different. It's totally up to you. Now, I know some people say they don't have levels. They're the same around everybody. But then if you find yourself feeling a little bit anxious, like, did I say too much? Did I do too much? Did I show up in a different way than I wanted to? I was offensive to this person. You probably do need to set some levels. Because again, they're about your boundaries and keeping you level-headed in your relationships. Once you determine your levels, it's time to name your levels. Now, you can do something as simple as one, two, three, (laughs) four, five, or you can get a little bit creative with it. Uh, Like I said, my levels are 
associates, friends, heart and soul. And I think those are pretty good descriptors of what happens at the level, which is number three. After you determine your levels, name your levels, you're going to write down what occurs at each of these levels. So what that means is, what do I expect of the people on this level? What do they expect of me? Examples at each one of these levels. For associates that might be my Facebook friends, maybe I grew up with you, maybe I went to school with you, the expectations are really loose in these relationships. They don't necessarily expect very much from me, except maybe for me to produce content, for them to read it, etc. I don't expect much from them, except for them to produce content, maybe read it. Might get a happy birthday, might not. <laughs> you know, that's fine. These relationships are very loose. Now, when we jump over into the friends category, we're talking about you might get an invitation to a birthday party. I might get an invitation to your birthday party. So, I'd like to offer this uh, side note on my levels. The expectations for them and for me are pretty much the same. I see relationships as a two-way street. So when I am on a friend level, an associate level, a heart and soul level, it's pretty much reciprocal relationships. That's just what my little side note is. Some people don't like to do that. That's fine. It's up to you to determine that. But it might be a little bit more complicated if you view it beyond a reciprocal relationship. Because again, relationships take work. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. So when we move into the friend category, we're talking about uh, invitations to things. So depending on where you are on that ombre scale, you might get an invitation to my child's birthday party. You might get invited to one of my company events, you know, So the level of invitation becomes more and more personal depending on where you are on that scale. If you're just above the associate line and we grew up together, I know you, we are in relationship, you'll get an invitation to something that I might be doing for my business. You might get an invitation to come out with me for my birthday. There's no hard feelings if you don't show up for something like that and vice versa. Now, as we move a little bit up, then my expectations expand a bit more. So for people that are closer to the heart and soul level, but maybe not there yet, there's an expectation to show up for those events. There's an expectation of calling each other and checking in on each other. There's an expectation of being present when you can as best as you can in those relationships to provide the type of support that you and the other person determine is good for that level. For the heart and soul level, come on, man. Come on, man. That's the ace boom call right there, okay? We don't expect nothing less than you should be able to call me at 3 a.m. if your house is on fire and you need some support, okay? And I should be able to do the exact same thing. Or a good example is my best friend was out of town and she's like, yo, my mom's coming into town. I need you to go ahead and adjust some things in my house for me. (laughs) And for those that may not know, she lives over 30 minutes away from me. I said, okay, sis, name the time. I'm already on my way. Because that's what you do at the heart and soul level. 
I have that expectation of her. She has that expectation of me. It's nothing is reciprocal. So again, a quick recap of that. Determine your levels, name your levels, write down what occurs on each of these levels. You're going to take some time and really dig into this exercise so that you can set those firm boundaries and you can eliminate some of that frustration in your relationships. And if you feel good about it, we are going to move on. But first, we are going to pause and have a word from our sponsor for this episode. Hey, sis, did you know that women of color are three times more likely to develop chronic illnesses than their peers? And that number doubles for working women and caregivers. Child, I don't know about you, but I am tired of seeing black and brown women overworked, overwhelmed and stressed out, compromising on our quality of life. You know that relaxed feeling you get when you're at Sunday brunch spilling all the piping hot tea and it feels so wonderfully therapeutic? Yeah, girl, that's how our participants say it feels to be at our events. Girl, we see you, we get you, and we have created an intimate space just for you. Consider this your personal invitation to join us for the Pink Emerald Retreat. At this three-day intimate weekend retreat for recovering strong friends, high-performing career women, and boss babes, you're going to walk away with a stronger sense of peace, customized plan of action for daily living, and a unique blueprint to help you walk more confidently in your God-given assignment. I can't wait to meet you, boo. Click the link in the show notes to apply for the retreat today. Okay, welcome back. The next step for your relationship expectations is to consider the current relationships in your life and assign them to a level. Now, I want you to be honest when you're doing this because this is just for you. It's not for anybody else to see, but you gotta be honest about where your relationship is at so that you can determine where you want your relationship to go. So let's say you have somebody that you realize is probably on the friend level. You wanna be honest about whether you want to bump them down or bump them up, right? So step number four, Consider the current relationships in your life and assign them to a level. Step five, assessment. Are they meeting the expectations for this level? Again, be honest. If they are not doing the things that you said you wanted to be done on each of those levels, they're probably miscategorized, which is probably going to lead to a lot of frustration in your relationships. And if they are miscategorized, you're probably also going to have a lot of conflict. So be honest. Are they meeting the expectations for this level? If they are not, do they need to be higher? Do they need to be lower? Maybe you have some people that are assigned as good friends in the middle of that ombre scale, but they're actually exceptional friends and they need to be in the heart and soul level. You just haven't been paying attention to how they've been showing up in your life. 
So take a moment and do an honest assessment of where you are. The final thing to do is to start interacting with people appropriately, okay? In our next episode, we're going to talk about evaluation. So in this, we're talking about our specific expectations. We're diving in for how that happens. And next week's episode, I'm going to give you a script for communication. How can you communicate effectively? How can you actually have that conversation if you need to have the conversation about what levels people belong on? Okay. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And just as a quick recap, in today's episode, we kicked off our relationship series for the month of February. We talked about how at the core, relationships are simply about expectations. What do I expect of you? What do you expect of me? We covered why expectations for relationships are so important, how we can create a friendship hierarchy or a relationship hierarchy to categorize our relationships, and then how we can perform a quick assessment on our relationships to determine where people belong. If you enjoyed today's episode, share the love, boo. Share with your auntie, your mama, your coworker. Then do me a favor, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Well, that's all I have for you this week, love. I'll see you out in these social media streets. Bye, boo.